Hey friend, today we're going to see we often look at people wrongly. We look at them, hey, they're either good or they're bad, but those are actually wrong categories. Hey friend, welcome back to the Love Your Bible Podcast. Hey, it's Thursday, and guess what? This is episode 20. That means for 20 weeks, uh, we've been doing this gig. So I don't know. I'm just pretty pumped about that because I've told you this before, but I didn't know if we would keep going. This might just be a little fad. And then a lot of people also thought that and they were like, hey, you're only going to do this a couple times. And hey, we're 20 weeks in. So I don't know. I feel like doing a little dance. Hopefully you are too. I'm probably more excited about you are uh, than the 20 week mark. But hey, I'm pumped. Um, And hey, today we're going to talk about um, how we look at people, because I think often we look at people in wrong ways. Uh, we tend to look at people as either bad or good. Oh, well, that guy's good because, man, he's walking some old lady down the road and um, he's helping her across the street with her groceries. And, uh, well, that girl, man, she's bad because she just like cussed that guy out. I don't know, whatever you see, like you you watch people um, and usually categorize people as good or bad. Maybe your coworkers, some are good and some are bad. Uh, when we look at the movies, I mean, think about movies, like you've got Harry Potter versus Lord Voldemort. Like you can kind of guess who's good and who's bad. I mean, you have Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader, right? You have Thanos versus Captain America. I mean, there's a lot of, even in the movies we tell, there's good people and there's bad people. Well, when we see the Bible, we actually see there's not good people and bad people. Um, but there's actually two different categories. And that's what we're going to look at today. The categories of... You're not either good or bad. You're either in Christ or you're in Adam. Those are the two giant categories the Bible is going to put all people in. And we're going to see what that matters for you. Because when you think about good people or bad people, um, we tend to measure people on how, how they behave, right? Like Mother Teresa, she's good. Hitler, he's bad. And so then we try to measure, well, am I more like Hitler or am I more like Mother Teresa? And if we're, if we're more like Hitler, then we're like, man, I'm bad. I need to rethink my life. But if we're more like Mother Teresa, then we're like, hey, I'm pretty good. Uh, all things are well. But in fact, uh, if you've read the Bible, you know that uh, Romans 3.10 would say that no one is good, no, not one. So the category of the Bible is really that all people outside of Christ are in the bad category. So if you had like two giant jars, like good people, bad people, well, everybody's in the bad person jar. There is no good people or person. In fact, there's only one good guy that's ever lived and his name, as you probably know, is Jesus Christ. So what we're going to think about when we think about people and even ourselves, we're not going to think about good people versus bad people. We're going to think about people in Adam or people in Christ. So 1 Corinthians 15, 21 through 22, they're the two verses that I really want to zone in today, and then we'll talk about a few more. But Paul, he's talking about the resurrection uh, from the dead. He's talking about, hey, I brought to you the gospel as the very most important thing that Jesus, he, he died according to the scriptures. He rose from the dead. He appeared to many. Um, so the, the centrality of the gospel is part of Paul's message, right? He wants people to know the good news of Jesus. But as he's talking about the resurrection, we're going to see these two categories of people, the people that are in Christ and the people that are in 
Adam. Here's what he says in 1 Corinthians 15, 21 through 22. It says this, For as by a man came death, by a man also has come the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. Now, I want you to notice in that text that I just read, there is that subtle and small word in. Whenever we're looking at at scripture study, we've talked about this, you have big bones and you have little bones. Uh, those, Those big bones are like game changers. They are, they are linking things. Um, they are talking about things. So that little word in, even though it's little, it's a big bone because what it says is for as in Adam all died. So, so in Adam, okay, so that's really all of humanity. So all of humanity before Jesus are characterized as in Adam. All right. So we're in his state. We're in his reality. We're in his curse. And in Adam, here's the reality. All of us died. (laughs) So we've all died in Adam. So death came by Adam. We've all died in Adam. And that's how we are before we meet Jesus. But then there's another reality that also all who are in Christ shall be made alive. So those who are in Adam are dead. Those who are in Christ, well, they are now made alive because of the resurrection. So here's the problem. We all start in Adam. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're either in Adam or you once were in Adam. Like those two realities are true. You've, you were in Adam or you're still in Adam. And what it means to be in Adam is that you're, you're dead. You are separated from God. But the good news is that, that if we believe in the gospel, then we are put in Christ. And in Christ, well, everything changes. So I just want to give you a little reality of those two differences. So just that reality of in Adam versus in Christ. So when we look at scripture, what we see is, if you think about like Ephesians 2, what we see these first couple of things, that in Adam, we are dead. Okay, so just think about that. We're dead. Now, of course, you're still breathing. Um, you can, you're can you listening to this podcast, even if you're still in Adam. So you're not dead physically, but we're dead spiritually. Like when God said to Adam and Eve in the garden, the moment you eat, you'll die. They died in a spiritual sense. They were separated from God. They felt shame and curse, and they were no longer wanting to be with God. They wanted to run and hide from him. So that's us in Adam. We are spiritually dead. But then in Christ... Well, we're not dead, we're alive. So, so in Adam, we're dead. In Christ, we're alive. So in Adam, if you think about Ephesians 2 again, we follow the course of the world. Like that's who we are in Adam. We follow whatever culture is doing. We follow whatever the world is doing. That's what we love. That's what we desire. But if we're in Christ, by faith, if we're in Christ, then we're not following the world, but instead we're following the Lord. We're following what he wants with our life. We're following him, not the world. If we're in Adam, we walk in the flesh. Think about Galatians 5, right? In, in Adam, we walk in the flesh. That's mean, that means we do what we want to do. We do what, what feels good, what we desire, what our flesh craves. That's what we do. But in Galatians 5, if we're in Christ, then we walk not in the flesh, but we walk in the spirit. And therefore, we don't gratify the desires of our flesh, but instead we please God. In Adam, the Bible would actually say in Romans that we're enemies of God. 
But if we're in Christ, then we are a friend of God. Think about that difference, being an enemy of God versus being a friend of God. The Bible would say if we're an Adam, we are an orphan. We are fatherless. We are not connected to the family of God. But if we are in Christ, then we are a son of God. We are part of the family. In Adam, we're actually under God's wrath. But in Christ, we are under his love. So just think about that list that we just went over, the in Adam and the in Christ. I mean, in Adam, we're dead, following the world, walking in our flesh, enemy of God, orphan under his wrath. That's who we are from birth. But then by faith, if we put our faith and trust in Christ, then we're transferred into Jesus. And in Jesus, we are alive, following the Lord, walking in the spirit, a friend of God, a son of God, under God's love. That little word in makes a big difference. You're either in Adam or you're in Christ. See, it's not you're either good or you're bad. No, it's you're either in Adam or you're in Christ. Because the truth is people in Adam can do very good things, right? They can um, they can have a lot of good actions. They can have good attitudes. They can be good workers. They can be good husbands, good wives. But they're in Adam, which means they're under God's wrath and they're dead. But you, So you don't need to try, to try to be good to get God's love. Instead, you need to be in his son, Jesus Christ. In fact, a few verses I'll share with you. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is, now listen to this phrase, in Christ. Not if anyone is good, if anyone is better, if anyone is trying hard. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Did you hear that little phrase, in? If anyone is in Christ, okay, so that's a, a, a identity change. You've went from in Adam to in Christ. If you're in Christ, guess what? You're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. See, that little phrase in is so important in the Bible. In fact, if you jump down just a few verses, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says this, For our sake God made Christ to be sin who knew no sin. Now listen to this. So that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Did you hear that little phrase in? So that in him, that's in Christ, we might become the righteousness of God. So, so how do you become righteous? Because to, to be in heaven forever, to be connected with God, you need to be righteous because God is righteous. Heaven is going to be filled with only righteous people. There's going to be no unrighteousness in heaven. There's going to be no sinners at the throne room of God. So how do you become righteous? How do you become right? How do you become good? Well, it's so that in him we might become the righteous of God. It's in Christ, not in yourself, not in your works, not in trying hard. It's in Jesus Christ that you become righteous before God. See, here's what we typically think. The world is divided up into good people and bad people. We need to be good rather than bad. And of course, God looks at the world and sees bad people and good people. So we need to be good people so God will love us. So we try hard to be good so God will love us and we want to be the good people. But in fact, when God looks down on the planet, he sees two types of people. He sees people who are in Adam and people who are in Christ. Those who are in Adam are under his 
wrath. They're disconnected from him. They don't have a relationship with him. Those who are in Christ are loved as beloved sons, not because they're so good, but because they're in Jesus Christ. And in Christ, they have the righteousness of God. They have forgiveness of their sins and they are a son. They are beloved. Why? Because they're in the Lord Jesus. So if all of us start in Adam, how do we get transferred into Christ? How do we move from Adam's residence into Christ's residence? Because I don't know about you, but I want to be in Christ rather than in Adam. Well, the good news is, is the way we get from Adam to Jesus is by the gospel, believing that Christ died in our place for our sins on the cross. And that when we believe that and we claim that, that Jesus died for me, he rose again for me, and that on the cross, God forgives my sins and gives me new life in him. When I believe in that, when I believe in the gospel, when I believe in Christ, who he is and what he's done, then I'm transferred from Adam into Christ. I get a new identity, no longer a sinner, but a saint, no longer dead, but alive, no longer an orphan, but a son, no longer following the world, but following God, no longer dead, but alive. That's the new identity I have in Jesus Christ. And you can be moved from Adam into Jesus by faith, by faith in Christ, by putting your faith in the Lord Jesus You can have new life in him. See, we often think, well, there's good people and there's bad people. But really, the Bible would say, no, we're all kind of in that bad person category because, well, we've all sinned. We're all in Adam. And the only way to get out of that category is to be in Christ, to believe in the Lord Jesus. And when you believe, God takes you out of Adam and puts you into Christ. And when you're in Christ, you have all the blessings of the heavenly places because you're put in the Lord Jesus. Hey, I hope today has helped you um, love your Bible a little bit more as you see the reality of there's two types of people. You're either in Christ or you're in Adam, and hopefully you're in Christ. And if you're not, hopefully you repent and believe and want to be in Christ. And as you look at your neighbors and your friends and your coworkers, know, yeah, there's some people doing some crazy things, but... They're in Adam, and what they need is not to get better. What they need is to be put in Christ, and you, my friend, know the gospel. You know how to tell them to find Christ and put their faith and trust in Christ, so you be the person that tells them the good news so they can move from Adam into Christ. Hey, I hope that on this Thursday, this little piece of Scripture has helped you to love your Bible more. It's helped you love God more, and I hope that it will help you to serve people and live a life that truly matters. Hey, we've been doing this 20 weeks in a row. Uh, Hopefully, Lord willing, we'll keep going. Hey, thanks for joining me in the Love Your Bible podcast. Uh, If you want to, share it with a friend. Tell somebody about it because I really believe if you love your Bible, you will love God, serve people, and live a life that matters.